0: Happy Chosen One Day, and welcome to a special episode of Sound.Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I'm great at Transformers. And
1: I'm Greg, and I still suck at Transformers.
0: And this week we share in the joy of the season with the Transformers Holiday Special.
1: We gotta talk about this cover.
0: Oh my god, even when they like teased it, it was it was like the holiday season came early.
1: <laughs> Which it has because we're recording this in August presently.
0: <laughs> it's quite early here, but you know what? Um yeah, we're excited to do it. And I guess even before we talk about the cover, um, we know that this I mean, sometimes our the the shows those issues we we record in order aren't always necessarily in the order that they came out. So um, initially, this episode was going to happen after our last bit of um, ongoing that we have to do, but we're changing it up a bit. After our little yeah. hiatus, we've decided let's go full on. We're going to go fun and kooky and what better way to do that than with these. Welcome issues. back. It's the yeah. holidays. <laughs> Surprise, we've been gone a really long time. It's already the holiday season. Uh so yeah so we have this cover uh, wherein Ultra Magnus has been
1: He's been dressed uh,
0: in he's they've decked Ultra Magnus.
1: They decked him in in string lights with yes. with cute bulbs.
0: Right, like the old-timey ones, old-timey Christmas lights, fairy lights, whatever you want to call them.
1: Our dear friend Rod, if you remember (laughs) him, he, uh is putting the star on top.
0: He's got a huge Rodimus star that he's sticking on one of Magnus's, like, the, the stacks on his head.
1: Right, as pipes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he's he's adorning him with a Rodimus star. He's very excited about it. Uh, uh, Magnus Megatron, looks thrilled. Yes. Magnus, very thrilled. Megatron is kind of... Megatron and Optimus are on either side of Ultra Magnus. <laughs> both just kind of watching this happen. Um, Megatron does not look amused by it. Optimus, Megatron
1: doesn't like when
0: anyone touches. His he's like, you know what, Rodimus, maybe he's step He's a little off. jealous. He's a little like, oh, well, maybe I wanted to put the star on him. Rodimus didn't even ask.
1: What's your problem?
0: Optimus, of course, is just a lockbox. We don't know what he's right. even thinking. It's he's hard a to cipher. How. Yeah. He's uh,
1: the ultimate poker face.
0: <laughs> and then up front, in front of them, we have, it's so cute because there's, of course, a stack of gifts and you can tell what some of them are. Um, <laughs> and Windblade is very gingerly setting down a stack, and I don't know why she has it, but she's got a set of gifts and they're starting to topple over. Prowl is kind of ready to jump in and help her. He's looking worried about the stack that's falling over. Um, she does not appear worried about this. But the two gifts that we can clearly see are uh, to some of our favorite bots. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, there's a a very conspicuously bone-shaped package uh, to Ravage from Megatron.
0: And then there's this huge fusion cannon-shaped package uh, to Megatron from Ravage. And the wrapping on it, of course, both of them are wrapped in all purple. Um <laughs> I love it, though. They're very well-wrapped. Like, Ravage's wrapping is really on point. Like, he could have done this on, like, one of those craft shows, because it's different wrapping papers all put together to cover up.
1: Right. You got polka dots. You got Decepticon symbols.
0: Which I totally want. And then you have,
1: like, (laughs)
0: like 80s triangles. It's very good. But it's an adorable cover. This Uh, is clearly the season for giving.
1: You know what, Prowl? Uh... Happy happy chosen one day. I still hope you die. (laughs) I still hate you and can't stand you.
0: Luckily for you, he doesn't even show up here.
1: I know. That's the best gift of all. (laughs) No prowl.
0: There isn't any prowl. And as I mentioned, even uh, before you read these... Issues. I was like, Greg, this, these were these were made for us, and you're gonna see why. And I'm excited we finally get to talk about it. They're pretty um,
1: well and thoroughly made for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think if you've listened to the show at all, and if you've already read these issues, which I hope you have, um, yeah, I, I think you'd agree that this is going to be a very fun one. Um, so let's let's start with this first story here. Yeah. Called...
1: Uh, yes. So we should we should preface this uh, because. It's... It's all in uh, rhyme, yes. and we discussed before the show, we don't want to spend, like, 20 minutes of right. this Right, I no mean, I would love
0: rhyming, to, but, but for the, every, the sake of everyone it's listening, I feel like that right. wouldn't be as fun for you guys. Like, if, if this was a live...
1: I mean, it'll still probably <laughs> I feel happen.
0: like if this was a live, like, if we were doing, like, a panel recording, and we had this book, like, on a projector sure. behind us... No question. We, I would read this entire issue to you. Uh, I would especially... read every issue. <laughs> yeah, that's how we should do the show. Guess what? It's a video podcast now. Um, but yes, especially this one because it's perfectly Doctor Seuss sounding. Mirgord killed it. She, it's this is really well done. Um, but that said, just uh-huh. know that this entire thing is in rhyme and it's right. adorable and it's perfect.
1: Uh, so we open on cybertron
0: <laughs> and, uh, which
1: is smiling
0: it's smiling, the moon is smiling um it's you can so immediately we right know this is gonna be a happy time this is is a holiday
1: issue everybody
0: it is also corin Howell did the artwork for this um
1: that's exactly who should be doing the art
0: it's exactly who it's so perfect um it like corin's style matches this tone so seamlessly that like i'm like insisting like this should just be a little kid's book (laughs) i want to read this to children that i know um so it's we're on cybertron and we can see and it's kind of uh Uh, covering the fact that we have all these colonies now, uh coming to Cybertron and we can see people are coming through um like the gate and we have like a Eucarian unicorn who looks like a little pony. There's even like a little heart on the It's got a there. cutie mark. It's got a cutie mark. We can see little divisions, the little teensy bots. Um Love every- they're just so cute. Um everybody's very happy. So we can it's just kind of going back through. We have the Velocitronians here, the divisions. Um, uh, the Eukaryans, um, the Carcerians, which is the heavy metal death ship.
1: Right. And, uh, led by Alita.
0: Yes, of course. Uh, the first. And it is cute. We're, we see some bots that we know. We have Airazer and she's waving down to Stalker. And then there's Obsidian, who is very creepy <laughs> looking normally. But here you're like, oh, yeah, Obsidian thrown wave to these other colonists.
1: Yeah. He's just another guy.
0: Yeah. He's just making his way through Cybertron. Um, uh,
1: I love it. <laughs> but there's a, uh, you might say, a Grinch in the proceedings.
0: <laughs> a little Grinchy characters here. Watching them with a cartoonishly huge telescope. Um, like
1: from his ivory tower, wearing his crown, which I like.
0: Of course. Uh, crown on top. And, and he's it's...
1: mad that they don't love him enough.
0: Yeah. It's, it's star a Starscream, scream, by the way. Yeah, yes. we would say that. <laughs> It's um, Ironhide wearing his, ta- his right. crown in his ivory, tab. glowering
1: down at his people.
0: <laughs> so yes, of course, it's Starscream. He's upset because they all—he's seeing all these people who love and are having fun with each other, and nobody is here loving him. And he's talking. He addresses the ghost of Bumblebee, who's uh, very much
1: <laughs> yeah, full-on in... Christmas Carol style, Jacob Marley.
0: <laughs> he's got chains. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: I mean, I like that they're pretty much saying, oh, yeah, by the way, Bumblebee's a ghost.
0: <laughs> yeah, full on. Like, remember how Starscream's talking to Bumblebee? Well, he, yeah, it's the ghost. And of course, in this, he's full on, like, Casper-style ghost. Right. Um, he's got
1: the, the ethereal tail.
0: <laughs> it's so cute. He's Oh, gosh. Which is just what we're going to keep saying throughout this entire thing how right. cute it all is um but yes starscream was kind of ranting to him that like i i should be i should be loved i'm the ruler. why don't world. they
1: adore me
0: yeah why don't we, people adore me um and is essentially saying you know what maybe if you were nicer to everybody you uh-huh. They they would just like you, and you wouldn't have to like make them like you.
1: And Starscream realized, of course, I'll make them like me.
0: <laughs> he's uh, like that's a great idea, B. Be, be, thanks.
1: <laughs> and he's got a, a super like wonderfully Grinchy oh, smile there. It's, it's very full Boris on, on
0: grin. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I really like Rat Trap here.
0: Yeah, he's full on Max the dog here. Um, <laughs> Starscream's like, okay, get all these things for me. He wants. A a camera, a chair, and a rug, and uh, he sets up a little stage, and he sits upon his throne and uh, starts recording. uh, What would you like? A like a public service announcement? Yeah, the people uh, of Cybertron. uh, A
1: a stately address.
0: Yeah, to Cybertron Uh, and the colonies,
1: and of course, saying, "Hey, today is a new holiday where everybody is going to show how much they love me."
0: Yes, he's saying it is it's chosen one day. chosen one day yeah um and right uh they should and these ones are so cute like the, the rhymes here especially um saying oh everybody should think of themselves as sisters and brothers and express the love that they feel for each other um by giving gifts to starscream is the point of this whole uh address that he's drafting so he uh, here's oh go ahead
1: well we can tell how much rat trap likes it <laughs> He's off to the side, like side eyeing him.
0: He's just like arms crossed, but like as a rat, so it's especially yeah, good. Like still in rat mode.
1: He's straight up shade throwing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yes. So Starscream records this this announcement and then he hands it off to Rat Trap to give to our favorite news people, Circuit and Longtooth, of course. And I just want to point out I love that as Rat Trap is taking it's a full on like VHS tape.
1: <laughs> it's straight up like <laughs> The way the, the original movie was distributed.
0: Yeah. Like, but, here's they, your It's tape. not like
1: a thumb drive or anything. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, here's a giant VHS.
0: <laughs> here's this, take this plastic rectangle. Please hand it to Circuit. Which, so, which Rat Trap does. He goes to, like, Maybe. the the news uh, station. Station. Yeah. Yep. And Circuit's asleep, like, in front of the, the monitors. And Longtooth is, like, tucked under the desk <laughs> asleep. And it's... Which I don't Greg. know if
1: they realized how suggestive that is. But like <laughs> I hadn't
0: until this moment, but now uh, I'm thinking it.
1: I mean, I me being a, a filthy prevert, that's you, are. you know, I gotta we ruin Christmas it. for everybody.
0: <laughs> Greg has I, I'm so sorry, dear listeners, that Greg has officially ruined this holiday Congrats. by being just in,
1: in six pages, I managed to ruin the holiday. Right.
0: Like the entire show from here on out, we just have to have this hanging over our heads.
1: There you go, everybody. The long tooth circuit blowjob scandal. <laughs> uh.
0: Uh, which, I mean, but you know, Rat Trap is, <laughs> was not there for that. This is just. He, yeah, he's arriving, they, they, they're both they, asleep.
1: Yeah, it's it's all aftermath at this point. Uh, and, and Longtooth, still being drowsy from all of the fun they had, puts the, the tape into the player, but slams his head down on the console and cuts it off halfway through.
0: So, yes, so everybody only gets part of Starscream's message. They get all the parts about, like, hey... This is called Chosen One Day, and you should show your love and give gifts. And that was all that he essentially, that anybody heard. They didn't hear the part where he says, come see me and show how much you love me and give me presents, please.
1: I'm the important one. Uh, (laughs) That all got cut off. Yeah. And Starscream's pissed.
0: Of course. He's like, you idiots. I ask you to do one thing. And I do love it cuts to then this next, because of course, yeah, he's watching the broadcast. He sees that they messed it up. And then the next panel is him in his room, pouting. (laughs) He's like curled up on his bed, arms crossed.
1: He's the saddest little kid.
0: It's so cute. We can see if we take a look at his room, the way it's drawn here, he has like paper stars hanging from the ceiling. He has what appears (laughs) to be a picture of Megatron with darts in it on the wall. So like a poster of Megatron that he's riddled with darts. Uh, A
1: lava lamp.
0: Yeah. Uh, Love that. Toy missiles in a shuttle. Um, it's, it's it's it's
1: like any seven year old's room.
0: <laughs> it's very cute. Um, so yes, there's him pouting, but the rest of Cybertron in the colonies think it sounds great. And then uh, we get some uh, quick, quick. Uh,
1: this is so good. Some some flashes of what's yeah, happening some around snippets Cybertron. Of,
0: yeah, how people are celebrating chosen one day. Uh, first off, our favorite boys, our favorite twosome. The tankors.
1: Those good, good tankors got matching tattoos.
0: That say tankors for life, which I think you and I should get at some point.
1: I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think just bicep tankors for life tattoos.
0: Yeah, I think that sounds great. Get ready uh, for that, everybody.
1: That'll, that'll be a, a weird one to explain <laughs> to the tattoo artist. Be like, okay, so you know Transformers, right? Well, there's we a just, holiday special.
0: We just straight up tell them both of our name. We're right. both named Tankor, and we want to let everybody know.
1: Tankor Bailey and Tankor Mercer.
0: Yeah, those like are our it. names, and we want to, yeah, let the world know. Tankor when Club. We're <laughs> when we wear tank tops, people know tank tops. Uh, I love it. <laughs> so then the next little snippet is uh, Knockout and his conjuncts, Endora, are going on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Going into the acid wastes, which again, his conjuncts and Dora very clearly break down from Transformers <laughs> Prime, and I'm very excited about it. They finally uh, got married.
1: I love it. They 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 they're on their honeymoon. It looks like because they yeah. got the cans on the back and everything.
0: And acid wastes or bust.
1: And we got good old Slug here hugging up on his boy Blur because he serves and drinks so good.
0: And I love this one so much. And this might be me reaching a little bit, but I have my friend, she comes up in the show very often, my friend Meg is friends with Merigrid, and Meg is the person, like, when she and I were reading Windblade, the miniseries together, like, she, I was like, I feel like Slug and Blur would be cute together. And so she and I just both latched onto this idea, and of course we call their ship name Slur. And Meg is friends with Merigrid, who wrote this issue, so I like to think this very cute panel of these two, I like to think I'm at least partly responsible for it so you're welcome you're welcome, wel- you're welcome everybody. everybody you're welcome they're so cute uh,
1: congratulations <laughs> uh and then we got windblade and chromia because yeah, they're more cute, cute. Look pals.
0: At all these hugs all these sweet people we like seeing together um it's all very cute and then at the bottom of this page we have spark stalker proposing to Lightbright. And we've Uh, seen a bit of them flirting with each other.
1: It's the cutest. They're getting married.
0: They're gonna get married.
1: They's getting wedded.
0: (laughs) And then we have, of course, Alita's crew loves her so much, they threw her a parade.
1: Yeah, we love that. She's kind of like
0: wiping her eyes. She loves it.
1: So we got a parade, and then Onslaught, his whole team, buys him a grenade. So do you guys get it?
0: Get it? Get it, you guys? Um... But yeah, uh, I love the Combaticons, and of course we don't have Spindle <laughs> here. But at least the rest of them are here, and they're all so cute. They're all very excited about this present. Um, and then of course we have some of the Eukarians, um, Cheetor and Dinobot. Who? There you go. Those were my two Beast War crushes, and they're extremely gifts.
1: <laughs> they're clearly best pals.
0: I'm glad they've gotten over uh, their differences, at least for today. But this is chosen one day. This shows that they love each other.
1: It's important. Uh, they, they That's their true feelings deep inside.
0: Yes. Like, here's this thoughtful gift I've given you. It's very sweet. Way to go, you guys. And then we have a bunch of... Uh, I like this one because the panel says, happy to still be among the living. And we have um, a lot of the uh, of Starscream's... The batchless. secret police. Yeah, yeah, the secret police. And we can see this one in front is very clearly a Viacon from transformers prime who were kind of the decepticon fodder they didn't last very long so you're like oh "Oh, no he's alive (laughs)
1: shirts that can get blown up yeah Uh, And I'm I'm overjoyed. Our dear, precious Waspinator
0: waspinator. is
1: just swimming around, having some fun.
0: He's just floating probably in those same pools Starscream was like, or Windblade was like, oh my god, stop drinking this. But here he is. He likes it. He's having a good time.
1: Hey, Mikey, he likes it.
0: (laughs) So everybody's having such a good time, except...
1: Oh, I wonder who. Hmm...
0: Mm, poor little uh, baby. Starscream. Nobody,
1: nobody decided to that they love Starscream.
0: On chosen one day, no one chose the chosen one, and I do love. We like kind of pan in slowly into his. Uh, his tower, um, and it's him like sitting in the darkness in his throne, and then it goes in closer, and this face that Corin drew on him <laughs> is so good. It's just so it's
1: it's like gravity is localized to his face <laughs> times a hundred.
0: Yeah, like completely just pulled down, sagging. He's so he's, unhappy,
1: he's so brooding and sunken, and uh, but then. Somebody then, knocks on the door.
0: There's a wrap on the door. Also, I want to point out in this panel, I love that this is just straight up a house now. Like, we yeah, abandoned it's, like, the Cybertronian no, structures.
1: Yeah, this is no longer a sci-fi temple. It's like... <laughs> For this um, issue, yes. It's, there's curtains. There's, you know... Right, like
0: window panes. The door molding, has a Molding. There's... Yeah. It's uh, very funny. And I love it. it yeah, I, it's like he's in an apartment. <laughs> and so there's a knock on the door um gravity has been restored or like has pulled off right. his face he looks
1: normalized
0: yeah he kind of creeps forward because of course starscream's wondering who could be knocking and who who's the door for who's at the door uh
1: who's the only person who likes starscream
0: who's <laughs> only person who loves him he looks at the people and wheeljack throws <laughs> open the door and smashes him against the wall but all very cute it's all of course this whole thing is very cute and you <laughs> know my heart just soared the first time reading this I was so oh i happy. know i'm still so happy um and so wheeljack comes in and he's brought Ironhide with him, and they have Blur and Windblade and Trap. Blur brought drinks, so it's going to be even better.
1: <laughs> we got a party going. We have
0: a full-on party. We have Eukaryans here, we have Uh Chromias
1: here. Yeah, all sorts there
0: of people everybody. are showing up, yeah. Uh,
1: and Wheeljack delivers a toast.
0: Ah, uh, he's toasts to starscream for choosing not to boast um and he's being real sweet about it and Ironhide kind of joins in and is like we thought about what to give you and we decided we'd be your friends for tonight
1: yay it's very sweet and they all think it's very sweet and selfless that starscream set up a holiday just to make everybody happy without realizing that like (laughs) It was about worshipping him.
0: It was. It was. But of course he's not going to tell them that. And I do this panel where they're all like cheersing him. Everybody has their glasses out to Starscream. He looks so happy. He's so
1: happy. Just
0: like genuinely very cute here. It's very (laughs) sweet. Um, So yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's everybody cheersing and throwing this party for Starscream and everybody's hanging out. There you go. Happy and holidays. And decided decided he won't kill everybody. At least not <laughs> right this moment. Not right now. Don't Maybe wait. later.
1: Uh, it's it's a, a fun night. I like that story.
0: It's, oh my goodness. I loved that one so much. Like I said, my friend is friends with Marigrid, and I like texted her, and I was like, the next time you see Marigrid, tell her in person for me, I cannot stress how important this is, thank her for the holiday issue. <laughs> that she wrote uh, because i love it so much
1: it's pretty lovely we got a lot of very good fam things in here
0: yeah it's just it's a very happy one which is obviously this is why we we're like this show's gonna be very fun i feel like it's gonna go pretty quickly but it's gonna be a fun one yeah
1: uh and then right into the next one here yeah this looks a little more familiar
0: yes this is where we're like, oh, okay, we know. Well, we know everybody in that last one, and now we know these guys too. Immediately, we're like, oh, hey, Roddy's here, and <laughs> holy shit, this panel. Uh, yeah, like I said earlier, this entire issue was just uh, yes. This for us. this
1: seems more <laughs> confirming your particular.
0: <laughs> I have a lot of ships that kind of get uh, the nod in the holiday special here they
1: definitely do this was Um, my
0: christmas gift from idw they were like (laughs) here you go you did so we
1: we open with rod uh a guest at the scene that he is witnessing and the scene he is witnessing is megatron holding minimus ambus (laughs) like a small child as he puts a light at the very top of what appears to be a christmas tree
0: oh my god i here's let's immediately break this down before we even get into what they're saying like you just said megatron is holding up minimus so he can reach the top of the tree ultra like in the magnus armor he could reach it like that's the first thing why isn't he just in the armor (laughs) he's not so megatron has to pick him up it's I love it. Like there's he, no real. Reason. So you're
1: you're you're implying that it was solely so he could get it Megatron solely, to pick him up.
0: Yeah, so he could be like, "Oh, hey, give me a hand." And Megatron, hey, you want course. to help
1: me out with something real quick?
0: <laughs> could you just give me a boost? Just um, hold
1: my sides delicately.
0: <laughs> just take me gently in your. Just hands. go ahead
1: and cup my chest there. <laughs>
0: That was the literally the scene before Rod walked in here. Um, and so we immediately get some story, though, here. And if we can tear our eyes away from just the artwork and what is happening um, and read what they're saying. Rod is letting us know he's been gone for three days. So we know that right off. Right. And he's... He was at Meteor Fest. <laughs> Which before, and they say what Meteor Fest is in like two seconds, but like (laughs) the very first time you read Meteor Fest, I'm like, my thought was, I hope this is like an 80s like music festival with like (laughs) a bunch of synth and like glittery sounding music where there's just like shooting stars happening, but that's not it, sadly. Um, But I do love that, yeah, Rod's like, I've been gone for three days and you guys just start redecorating. What's the deal? Because we can see even behind him, there's like more string lights going on. That's a good um,
1: point. I didn't notice that.
0: <laughs> oh yes. It just the further we go, the more we see is just it just keeps going. Um but immediately yes, Minimus is like he's asking how Meteor Fest was, which immediately makes him sound like a father, asking like, Oh <laughs> how was the, how was the game with your friends? How did you, how you did weekend? you win? <laughs> um and, uh, of course, Rod is just like, it was great. What are you guys doing? Um, Megatron lets him know, uh, well, for Megatron, again, they just sound like Dad's here, because then he's like, well, we we're just saying, every time there's work <laughs> to be done, uh, Rodimus seems to disappear. Isn't that convenient? He can surf meteors for three days. Which, there you go. That's a meteor fest. <laughs> but he can't be bothered to return our calls. Isn't that funny? That's what we were just talking about. So again.
1: They literally finish each other's sentences here.
0: Yes. That is literally a thing that happens. Rod even remarks on it. And it... Not only does he remark on it, he goes on to say, You guys are finishing each other's sentences. You, this, this back and forth between you two. It's unnerving to me, and people are gonna talk. Which, my response to that is, listen, uh, Media people are already married. talking people are already talking and i feel like some people are done talking because everybody knows uh they're pretty much married so rodimus you seem to be the one who's out of the loop here yeah
1: people people are already talking rod you're behind the behind the curve on this one absolutely uh but they're they're explaining that this is uh all for a good reason this is all very yes. important
0: they're about to go into Mahler territory Uh, and they have to explain to rod and to everyone else that the Mullers are anti-mechanical terrorists and they used to be part of the galactic council and they split and they're very violent and that's where they're about to go uh
1: and rod very sensibly is like well why are we going there then uh
0: yeah why not just go around
1: and megatron says it's the principle of the thing uh we're not gonna give (laughs) in to these robophobes
0: Exactly. We're not gonna, we ain't scared of them. That's what we're, that's what we're saying here. And I do love that Rod's like, yep, fair enough. So what are we going to do? <laughs> and <laughs> and- the
1: plan for confronting <laughs> these robophobes is to just pretend to be asleep.
0: I. That's straight up what Magnus says. We're going to pretend to be asleep and hope they don't notice us. <laughs> um, which, yeah, my family does this thing and we got it from another family where if everybody's kind of in one space. Like if everybody's in the living room, and of course now I get my friends and everybody to do it too. And you're in the living room and either somebody else is coming in later. uh, So like if my friend Shannon and I are in her living room and then her roommate Emily comes in later, we'll both, pretend to be asleep just it doesn't matter whatever you're doing just stop what you're doing and just lay down and pretend to be asleep and everybody of course knows at this point you're not like because that's the joke but what so it's funny and that's what it makes me think of it's like that's the maulers are here pretend to be asleep
1: genuinely weird because i've been doing that in my family since like 2000
0: that so there you go apparently that's what your co hosts of sound.wave both if you walk in and we are hanging out with people and everybody's asleep. suddenly asleep yeah like that's just a thing. We sleep a lot, just anywhere. Apparently, just uh, we're gonna be asleep. Yeah,
1: just sprawled out on things, and <laughs> uh, and so Megatron says we're all gonna go into artificial hibernation. We've got these pods that are going to hide life signs. Uh,
0: yeah, and and then this, and this
1: Christmas tree, this tree, right, is a cloaking machine that will generate an invisibility field.
0: And Rod asks, why is he green? And Megatron's like, why shouldn't it be green? That's right. Why and wouldn't it be green? Please look at the way he's holding <laughs> Magnus in that panel. He looks like a doll. He's just, like, got an arm cupped underneath his, like, chest. Like, I hold my like cat how you, that way. Yeah, like how you hold a little kid who you're just like, okay, just, I'll put you down in a second. Magnus doesn't care. He's fine. Uh,
1: and they have to put on these crowns. <laughs> It's all very, <laughs> that, you know.
0: It Yes, which I do know these are a thing specific, I think, at least to the UK, if not other places. But yeah, these like little like crepe paper crowns that like come in Christmas crackers, I think. Um, but that's what Minimus is now presenting to Rod. He's like, we have to wear these. And Rod, of course, is like, I hate hats. Everybody knows this, <laughs> which we do. He's stated this before. He's not a hat guy. Um, he is not but apparently it's a brain shield and uh exposure to invisibility fields has been linked to irritability erratic conduct chronic moping and extreme sarcasm Uh. which of course that's the joke rod says imagine if anyone on board started exhibiting those behaviors (laughs) uh i love it precious idiots um so now rod's wearing the the crown and he's asking about the (laughs) lights
1: he's saying well these lights are everywhere are they gonna boost the signal and he's like uh minimus is like they'll make sure the entire ship is cloaked (laughs) uh brainstorm was supposed to put them up but
0: (laughs) but apparently he uh he ran into problems with his excuse generator and it's just Goof after goof in this, like, we're barely even into this one, and you're, I don't know, it's, there's so many already. Um, Because then, of course, Megatron starts complaining about his obsession with abstract weaponry, Brainstorm's obsession with abstract weaponry. Um, <laughs> he's building he's, a
1: contrivance engine.
0: And... As he's saying this, of course, he's offering one of these Christmas crackers to Rodimus. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, they're Energon tabs. Um, And Rod says, a contrivance engine. And Megatron says, don't ask. I don't know what it does. In this wide shot of just how obviously Christmas themed (laughs) this is going to be. Or at least this room is. Uh, It even looks like there's like presents under the tree. Like the bases.
1: And we have a title drop. It's Silent Light. (laughs)
0: Immediately. What a treat. Like, the, the comic could end there, and you just be
1: like, yep. <laughs> it does feel like two stories, because uh, we immediately move over to Swerve's, and we see three of my favorite bots.
0: Who are all tanked. Yep,
1: they're all ship-faced.
0: <laughs> it's Whirl and Swerve and Nautica all lying on the ground.
1: <laughs> uh, and, and Whirl is saying how good this drank is. Swerve is saying, well, it's subspace-filtered. Uh, right. They they send it through subspace, and that unlocks in flavors.
0: And he had Cerebro send it to him over from Luna One.
1: Ah, uh, and World says he loves it so much it's making him sad. Ah, uh, and <laughs> Swerve says he wanted it to send more, but the subspace hatch wasn't that big. And Nautica says, "Well, uh, in a, doing an Ultra <laughs> Magnus impression, she's like, well 'Well, you're not supposed to send anything other than medical supplies.'
0: So yeah, so that's kind of giving us the the general idea of what they're drinking, why they're so tanked on it, and where it came from and
1: that subspace is a thing
0: right, because we know, we saw in the previous one that they had, they were saying that they had access to a subspace um, hatch now, or the yeah, the subspace hatch because um, they were able to get things from Cybertron specifically, remember because they mentioned Wheeljack and I was very excited about it um, <laughs> because then he, find, he was in an issue of More Than We See Eye So, um, Swerve is now telling everybody that, oh, uh, he, Magnus, or yeah, he's in favor with Magnus right now because he gave him a compilation of Earth music and it was a bunch of crooners. (laughs) Um, so, so he's good. He, yeah, he's tight with Magnus now. Like, of course that's
1: the dad music Magnus would listen to. (laughs)
0: Um... He, he, he got it. He nailed him.
1: Uh, and then the door, there's a knock on the door and Swerve panics because he thinks maybe it's- He thinks it's Alter Magnus. Uh,
0: Like, Magnus isn't going to come in here and find us because we're good. And then, of course, there's a knock. He panics. I love in
1: that panel, we can see Nautica's drink, like, (laughs) flying into the air.
0: Right. Everybody this style is also very there's a lot of exaggeration in this one and I really like it. Um like cartoonish exaggeration yes. on expressions in particularly world uh, has a really They do such one really good with ones. <laughs> And even he groggily gets up and he's like, I'll get the door. <laughs> he's like, this is, I'm, I'm this is
1: probably my fault. And they're like, how? It's like, <laughs> everything for 4 million years has been my fault.
0: Yeah. And he does say no to self. Don't beat up prisoners. Which, my note just says, oh world. Oh world. true. Uh. It's- you, you are responsible for a lot. Um, so he gets the door and immediately is very surprised. Uh,
1: Yeah. Well, we, we get a voiceover saying that hibernation will begin soon because we remember everyone needs to be in one of these pods, which are called beds, naturally. Yeah.
0: Um, They're biometric envelopment devices. But
1: Whirl has a protoform, which is a Cybertronian baby.
0: He's got a little Cybertronian baby with him, and it's funny because I can't describe the face he's making, of course, but he's definitely <laughs> making a face. His
1: his his usually circular yellow optic is just a squiggle of like frustration.
0: <laughs> like it, there you go. He even says, "I don't think my face can do the turn of events justice." <laughs> Because he needs them to confirm, this is a baby, right? And Swerve's like, yeah, it's a baby.
1: uh
0: Um. And he starts explaining right. that they can be any shape and size.
1: Uh, in a few minutes, we should get a face, and then maybe an alt mode in a couple hours. Uh, and,
0: which, it's very cute, and he's, like, cuddling it. It's so little, of course, because it's a baby. Um. Whirl is saying she was in one of the crates, which I like. They immediately just start identifying her as female. Right. Um, But then, of course, Nautica's like, but why? Then that means somebody sent her here. But why would they do that? Uh, (laughs) And what are they supposed to do with her now?
1: World has so many good lines in this. He says, it's a message (laughs) from Primus. We're supposed to just ignore it.
0: Let somebody else take care of it. That's the message. And of course, Nautica's like, listen, we cannot leave her because if we forget, we're about to go into Mauler territory. Right. Everybody needs to be hibernating. We need to have our sparks cloaked in these beds. We, she, if her spark isn't cloaked, they're going to.
1: Right. The the Maulers will us. see and kill everyone. Um, and so they're like, well, let's just send it back. But yeah. the back subspace, batch, subspace hatch uh, <laughs> is moved it's locked up yes. by ultra magnus
0: yes it used to be in the meta bay now it's in ultra magnus's office um and then they're surprised to find his office locked <laughs> and world's like are you guys kidding me of course it's locked everything is locked if it's ultra magnus's and i do love this because nautica says my wrench might be able to get us in there and she just smashes the window open like okay i got us in uh um, i want to
1: imagine that it it, it being being a British author is a Doctor Who joke because they use his like screwdrivery thing to pop locks on doors all the time.
0: Oh, uh, but I could see that. Just smashing Which of a window is what you think she's gonna do right. because it's Nautica, but maybe drunk Nautica barely <laughs> cares.
1: That's something to remember. Is all three of these people are a- trashed.
0: Yeah, they've been drinking the good stuff. So she smashes the window. Whirl's gonna fix it with his cockpit cockpit glass. Um i do love nautica says she'll hold the little one she keeps calling it a little one uh
1: we Um, see ultra magnus's armor like the head and chest piece and
0: it's kind of crazy yeah it's weird Uh, like at first you're like what oh yeah right (laughs) he's he's out being carried around by megatron
1: Um, well,
0: and I do love that, uh, I, I keep saying, I do love, I love everything. In this it's office. a good issue. <laughs> but World kind of, when he's holding, when he's passing off the baby, he tells her how to, how to help her calm down. Like, if you do this, she'll stop being squirming. Whirl's a very um,
1: good parent.
0: He, he took to it immediately. Also, he looks so big there.
1: He's Again. enormous.
0: He's huge. Whirl. Oh my goodness. I'm now, sorry, everybody who's going to have to deal with this now, but like, Whirl and Junkrat, I'm seeing a <laughs> connection. I'm seeing it, and I can't unsee it now. So uh, we'll, there you we'll, go. Bad news, we'll everyone. Save it for
1: the after <laughs> show. But yeah. uh, Whirl is writing the letters backwards on the glass when they replace <laughs> it, and I love his expression, because he just looks so like, huh. yes, I know. Oh,
0: jeez. Uh, and he's, yeah, holding, like, a little crayon, it almost looks like. But also, like, the glass is just, like, shoddily p- patched together. It's very funny. I really,
1: really like seeing him hold that little pencil with his claw hands.
0: <laughs> with his claw? Oh, my goodness. Um, and as he's working on it, Nautica's like, uh, the baby's starting to make a face. Uh, Which, of course, sounds like, like, when you, like, make an expression. But well, she right. literally, the baby is the face. Like, is forming. Face. And
1: uh, wouldn't you know it, it looks a little bit like Whirl.
0: It's got one optic. It looks like one big face-consuming optic. I love it. And then all of a sudden, there's music. Uh, music coming down the hallway.
1: Again, just the most like indulgent, like, here you go, fans. It enjoy. It really is. Uh, Minimus Ambus is singing Christmas carols.
0: And, like, full-on twirling down the hallway <laughs> with the lights all strung up around him. Um, he's singing It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. And just having such a time of it, you can tell. He's, like, singing in the rain. Um, And then all of a sudden, he sees three idiots standing outside of his his office just looking at him. With their
1: hands behind their backs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they all look totally innocent and fine. Swerve even has, like, a huge open mouth grin on his face. (laughs) Like, hey, I know that song. Um, And, of course, Minimus is very startled. He's very um, embarrassed. Uh... Because he was just... Away. he
1: does say, What's going on here? You're all being stiff and awkward and humorless. I approve.
0: <laughs> and that's not right. That shouldn't be happening. So of course Swerve is like, Oh, we were just doing a security sweep. Uh everything's good. Also, Andy Williams, that's a belter of an album. <laughs> that's a some good choice good choice you're making. Uh your song there.
1: And Alt Minimus reminds us of mistakes that if anybody gets found, we all die. Uh, he gets a call from Rewind, which is both adorable and expository. Uh, yes. <laughs> bit saying that, no, you can't share a bed with Chrome Dome. We can't have more than one spark in a bed because they can only hide one spark at a time. And if they detect yes. Chrome Dome spark, we all get killed.
0: So there you go. So now our whole drunk crew knows <laughs> we can't double up. Everybody needs to be sleeping in their own bed, at least one spark per bed. Um, but yeah, it is, like you said, yes, it's very much like, thank goodness... We, he called and let us know. Um but at the same time, uh, my new Very <Thank> cute. <laughs> um and then I uh World is like, oh, okay, amazingly, we got away with that. Okay, where's the baby? He calls her Please. Sparky. Sparky. And Nautica left her in Ultra Magnus' office <laughs> because why not? Uh and then
1: Naturally, as happens with babies, they take over <laughs> giant suits of armor.
0: She's, yeah, the armors come to life and we're like, ah, Sparky. <laughs>
1: um, and Nautica just slams Minimus in the back of the head with a wrench.
0: She takes him out. She, she was panicking, which is very much like, and there's obviously a good chance he did this on purpose, but there's a scene in Community That's where That's exactly Troy what I was thinking of. <laughs> like, they get found doing something and Annie shows up and chloroforms the guy who found them. <laughs> And that's exactly what this feels like, only much more violent.
1: Uh, and, and Swerve freaks out, and he's like, what the hell? And she's like, he was panicking, and he made me panic. Um. <laughs>
0: so, of course, you bash him over the head. She solved it. It's fine.
1: Uh, they knocked off his mustache.
0: <laughs> it's Whirl plucking up his little, his <laughs> tiny mustache. Um. And uh, so then Swerve is like, okay, but here's 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 something we got to deal with. The suit's gone. With right. We
1: lost the baby in a battle suit. Uh,
0: this is like Baby's Day Out, which I've never seen, <laughs> but I assume is about a baby just causing havoc over all right. around the city. The baby gets in a suit of me. armor. Yeah. You give the baby a suit now, and that's what we're dealing with here. Uh, and so
1: Swerve <laughs> says, I'll take care of Minimus. You two go get that baby.
0: So then we cut to Megatron who is trying to be a good dad and make sure he's reminding everybody okay lights out in 5 minutes you guys you can tell your stories but then it's lights (laughs) out like you got to be done in five minutes
1: Uh, and he says ultra magnus you startled me ultra (laughs) magnus is walking up like slowly hilariously arms out like
0: it's a full-on zombie kind of walk toward megatron um and of course megatron's just going with it like oh yeah good i'm i'm glad you're still kind of doing searches and making sure everybody's there, but I can assure you everybody is where they should be. Everybody's in their beds. Everybody's tucked in. Uh, Uh,
1: And (laughs) Magnus is just like coming closer and Megatron's feeling (laughs) gradually more uncomfortable.
0: He's full on looming over him in this panel. Of course, my note here just says, yes, 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 yes. Because <laughs> this is exactly where I'm like, mm-hmm, this is a perfect panel here. Uh, um, and
1: we see that he, he clicks a panel and he's now broadcasting his messages out <laughs> to the entire ship. And he says, I'll oh just quote God. it here. Uh, Ultra Magnus, I've never given a hug to anyone in my life. You're a solitary individual and you get lonely. I empathize, but now is not the time.
0: And it's so perfect, because Rod, of course, is just like, I knew it. Like, he's just (laughs) muttering to himself outside, like, damn it, you two. Uh, So, of course, now it just sounds like they're canoodling in the office, and wherever, in the the, the bridge. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course... Now we know the, the crew, whirl and Nautica, know where to go find the baby. Uh. It's with Megatron. And
1: and they, they say, sorry, he had a weak energy on spritzer and it made him very affectionate. <laughs> uh and so they pull him away and Megatron is literally in the fetal position.
0: <laughs> He's like sitting atop the, the, the control panel, just yeah, all curled up, not looking very amused. And then he does tell everybody, go to bed.
1: Right. Uh, uh, Chromia gets in her bed. Yes, yeah. I, I, I've probably done that more than once now.
0: Um, I know. Yeah. I always think that. I'm like, I'm sorry, everybody listening back to this. <laughs> if we're just making up names as we go,
1: uh, Jeff gets back in her bed, <laughs> uh,
0: and she's uh, yeah, she's looking at Whirl, and she she does wonder though. She brings up, she's like, "Who knocked on the door in the first place?" Like, we found her in a crate of NJX but how how did we know who who left it there and who knocked uh and world tells her it's a question to ponder in her dreams <laughs> which is a very sweet way of being like i don't know
1: uh and she says oh i feel bad leaving the baby with you and he's like don't worry about it i got it and she's like well what about the spark bed thing you don't have one he's like trust me i got it uh, and he takes the baby to the airlock
0: Yep, he's about to just eject her into space. He's like, listen. Uh, and he says, uh, if it
1: helps, this makes me feel.
0: Yeah, just plain <laughs> out. Like, straight out, he's feeling something. So, congratulations. Uh, but also, here's a life lesson. Don't trust anybody. Uh, it's rough out here.
1: But, of course, the baby starts developing one big, bright optic and claws. And, and
0: a little teeny tiny claws. Ah. <sighs> And then he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then we cut to everybody asleep and Whirl, and we see Whirl in his bed, and there's a teeny tiny baby sleeping in his cockpit.
1: (laughs) It's pretty adorable. And
0: it's super cute. Uh,
1: And then later, we see Whirl waking up and panicking, wondering where the baby is.
0: Uh. Uh, And luckily... uh, Velocity. body's right. here. Yeah. She's like, don't worry. She's she's safe. Uh, of which, By which I mean she's contained. Uh,
1: and it turns out the baby was a bunch of scraplets. Yes. That combined into a shape that appeared to be non-threatening, which is a baby.
0: Yes. So they, they chose a shape that they knew wouldn't provoke an attack. Uh-huh. So she kind of explained, like, she and Nautica are saying they went back And Nautica came to her and was like, listen. Like, as soon as she woke up, she was like, oh, my God, Lottie, we found a baby. (laughs) Um, And so then they looked at the, like, the security cameras around the ship. And they were like, what? There's just a disembodied arm that knocked on the door to alert us to this baby. And, yes, it was the Scraplets being super smart and being like, they won't attack a baby. So that's what we'll do.
1: Uh, And they probably came over in those NJX crates. Uh, and they're saying, "Well, how did? I mean, if, what what did you do to to save the baby from the Maulers? And uh, Whirl shut down his own spark.
0: Yeah. So, and Lottie calls it soft termination, and saying is saying that they look, they're lucky that they found him in time. So, step back a moment. Whirl almost killed himself to save what he thought was a baby Cybertronian, just to. Lay that on the dotted line for everybody.
1: The pretty good, everybody.
0: And this is where, of course, even gearing up for this one, I was like, uh, Greg, you're going to be pretty happy with this issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,
1: and So, uh, again, I'll just quote, A swarm of sentient pathogens manipulated all into putting his life at risk by feigning kinship and mining a threadbare seam of compassion that we're all likes to pretend doesn't exist. Uh, all so they could just live and kill again. And uh, Nautica apologizes and all says, oh no, I'm proud of them.
0: Uh, it's pretty cute. And also you're just like, oh, Worrell. It's very Classic. sweet.
1: Classic It's, sweet.
0: it's Yeah, it, it, is, it is a mix of being sweet. And then you're just like, but also keeping it real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is that is the way to impress World. Be like, yeah, I'm going to do whatever it takes to maybe kill you later. He's like, mm-hmm, I respect that. Game recognized game.
1: Absolutely.
0: And even in the end, he's like tapping the glass, and they're starting to form <laughs> a claw to match his. And it's pretty cute. It's pretty cute, yeah. Uh, so that's the end of Silent Light. Right, that's two we out got of three. Some, so good, right? I hope everybody's still with us. A big us fan. Aren't... You must be at Meteor Fest. Uh,
1: And we got one more story here for everybody.
0: One more to go. And immediately, this is going to be good, because we can tell by this writing, it sounds like a story uh, uh, told in a tone that we're excited to hear. It's
1: Thundercracker, everybody.
0: It's Thundercracker telling us us a tale. Uh, And again, we got
1: some rhyme going.
0: (laughs) It does, yeah. It starts out with some rhymes. Um, It's... We have this story. Uh, turbo foxes aren't stirring in this house of analog. <laughs> uh,
1: and and it starts very Christmassy and very sweet and homey. Uh, and then... Anna,
0: yeah. Anna's napping on the couch. Her turbo foxes are napping in front of her. She's got little figurines of Optimus and Prowl next to her clock. <laughs>
1: uh, and then the milk or the energon and cookie that she left out shatters uh, (laughs) yeah it
0: gets knocked off of the the chimney he calls it the fireplace and um they yeah they crash to the ground and santa shows up but it's not santa
1: it's very clearly megatron in a santa suit
0: (laughs) it's that's exactly what it is only he's like in like a santa suit but like just the jacket because of course like he can't wear pants
1: (laughs) right i mean
0: that would be just too much too much and this is perfect this way so we now have the 13th day of christmas or dead and green or the night thundercracker and buster saved xmas
1: and of course santa tron says i bid you peace on earth peace through tyranny
0: and he just shoots right shooms the cannon is obviously just um marissa right yeah
1: it's pretty spot on there uh, and then the
0: story shifts it goes away from the the uh, night before Christmas and cuts to uh, uh the real meat right here. like
1: a noir pi looking kinda <laughs> cool art and, style here
0: yeah which I do want to point out uh Josh Burcham, is the colorist for more than meets the eye primarily he does other work too obviously but um he so he did the artwork in this one too so this is like a full-on josh Bergam art Rad. story yeah cool I, was excited. I really i love his style so yeah it's exciting to see it um so it's tc and it's all black and white now And he's yeah because of course it's film noir and uh, it's him and his uh god this one's another hard one to not just read right it's um, december 38th uh, his phone rang and he wasn't asleep. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a lot of TC very clearly telling his own story right. about. He's
1: monologuing uh,
0: about, and like just using Earth story, like overused tropes. Right. That, he's,
1: he's adapting cliches in ways that are not what they're intended to be. I'm a detective, the private kind. Uh, Yeah,
0: not one of those ones like in real life where he just sneaks around taking pictures. He's one of the ones like in the movies where he (laughs) has to jump out of exploding buildings and his last best friend just betrayed him. That makes
1: sense. Uh, Yeah. The phone rings and he immediately says, who died? I'm on my way.
0: (laughs) Also, he's wearing a hat. Right, he's got a fedora wearing. And
1: then Buster also has a fedora on.
0: And this was going to be a long night. Uh, and of course, they show up at Analog's house. So
1: with the trench coat and fedora, we can all assume that Thundercrackerism is right in this.
0: <laughs> That's, I think, the, what Josh was trying to get across here, yes. Thunder, Thundercracker
1: just doesn't want to put up with those SJWs.
0: <laughs> so they arrive at Analog's house. And of course, there's no just like body outlines on the floor <laughs> right. of her, but like one of the turbo foxes has like an x dot out eye and like the tongue also <laughs> it's, it's, very it's funny.
1: sad but adorable
0: <laughs> yes, and then um r c is here she's she's one of the beat cops, she's wearing like a full-on human uh officer it's a before, very cute. cute look. she looks great we know at least if you've seen my artwork you'll know that i enjoy drawing robots in clothes so it's exciting to see her and tc wearing some clothes and megatron in his santa suit (laughs) um
1: and so they they just so happen to have security footage of this home uh and they say it can't be him but it's jolly old saint nick
0: It just goes to show you that life is colorblind. (laughs) There is no red and green, only shades of gray. And uh, so now TC knows what he has to do. He's got to go to the
1: North Pole, uh, and we can see the the Coke drinking polar bears there. There's some penguins snowboarding. Uh,
0: <laughs> it is all very goofy and adorable. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna go ahead and just read these these panels because boy, they're good. Uh, go for it. TC is in jet mode, and he says, "There's advantages to changing into a supersonic jet plane. I never have to fly coach for one. But sometimes changing into a jet means you have to fly to the North Pole at Mach seven to kill Santa Claus." <laughs>
0: Sometimes that's just what it means,
1: uh and uh so he's God, he's, he's so flying good. in Buster's adorable.
0: I also want to point out here with this one every time Buster barks t c follows by saying Buster was right <laughs> every time that's true in this story, Buster will have a little word bubble that says woof, and then the like the uh the narration from T just says Buster's right <laughs> um, so yes, of course he's flying them both up to the North Pole and um. He is approaching Santa's Citadel. (laughs) It's the most heavily guarded fortress in the galaxy, Uh, which is why he's been called in. And
1: Buster's nose starts glowing, which means danger.
0: (laughs) And they're suddenly being attacked by a cybernetic reindeer. He's talking about how these deer don't fly because of pixie dust and a twinkle in the eye. They have antimatter reactors dumping out (laughs) enough gigawatts to turn Nebulon into Junkion, if you know what he means. Uh,
1: Uh, And Thundercracker, of course, turns into bot mode and just starts destroying them while Buster flies off in a (laughs) jetpack.
0: Of course, of course. Buster knows what to do. Um, (laughs) Then TC, of course, takes out the cybernetic reindeer. They're no challenge. And then he full-on, like kicks open the door to the citadel and says kringle show yourself
1: uh and i'm gonna read this they say he's fat a right jolly old elf well he's not it's not fat it's muscle muscle and a lifetime of kung fu
0: training and then it gets even better because he goes a human life lasts what 200 300 years uh he doesn't know but it's not long whatever it is which i do just love that line like i don't know <laughs> how long do you guys live who cares doesn't matter. barely any he's got nothing on me yeah uh, but
1: we should point T-Z's out this is the actual santa claus not megatron dressed yes this
0: is like a human who is thundercracker's size because of course the bots in the story are all the same size as the people naturally and so he's just full on they're like now in a full-on battle together, this is actual Santa Claus uh. punching TC, who has like also the he's he's put one of those like bandanas around his head <laughs> like a kung fu bandana uh he
1: demands to know why santa killed analog uh and S- <laughs> she
0: was just trying to protect the planet and
1: santa. santa says it wasn't me and then megatron bursts in and says it was me megatron <laughs> uh,
0: and he's still wearing that tiny coat <laughs> and
1: this is one of my favorite lines uh thundercracker goes of course you like to conquer stuff <laughs>
0: And Director Log would stop him from conquering stuff on Earth. Not that it, she would stop him from conquering Earth, just conquering stuff on Earth. It all, it adds, all up. adds up. It all adds up. Uh. <laughs> and of course, Buster barks and he says, that's right, it all adds up, except for one thing. Why would he dress as Santa?
1: Uh, and he says, <laughs> you never understand, Thundercracker. It's about this. And he shows him the box, and it's a lump of coal. <laughs>
0: Right. That's why he dressed up as Santa. I do want to point out before he opens it, he's like, Thundercracker, this is why. (laughs) And it's still closed up. And TC looks so excited. He's got his fists up next to his face. He's saying, what's in the box in a very seven way. Um, but he just looks so excited about it for a moment. Like, ooh, yeah, Megatron, what's in there? (laughs) Um, it was yeah, it was a lump of coal.
1: Uh, and then Buster barks, and he says, "Buster's right. You don't deserve that. You deserve a sandwich, a knuckle sandwich." <laughs> and he punches out Megatron.
0: <laughs> and then this next panel is so good, I'm just gonna read it because it's a one Go of my favorites. It. He says, TC, of course, I owed Santa for taking him out with my ninja moves. <laughs> Santa was cool about it, though. Now we're best friends. We hang out all the time and write screenplays together. And I, he, and he really appreciates the work I put into mine, which I just... You precious thing, TC. <laughs> like, that's such a, like... Like, when you're in third grade and your teacher's like, okay, we're all gonna write stories. And it's just this self-indulgent stuff that you... Of things that are important to you. Like in Santa Claus. Right. Now we're best friends. Thundercracker. We get to just hang out. We write screenplays together. These are all things he's excited to do. And now Santa does not with him. Um, and plus he never feels lonely anymore. The end.
1: Uh, and we see that he was reading this to Jones and Fairborn.
0: <laughs> who Jones just looks amused. And, and Marissa's immediately like, you killed me immediately in that story. <laughs> And TZ's like, no, it wasn't you. It was an analog of you. I thought I made that clear, but. The uh, name, uh, come on. Jeez, Marissa. Uh, and they um, point out
1: there is no December 38th. And he <laughs> says, well, you guys don't, you need to get a real calendar going.
0: Yeah. Like you guys, that's, that's on you that you guys aren't better at keeping track of time. Um, and he's just, but of course he like, that's all just, it's just detail. The rest is pretty solid. He, he, he can handle screenplays and he can handle writing children's books. He's great.
1: Uh, and of course there's Buster in reindeer gear
0: she looks like max again a little homage um and yes marissa still has problems with the stories and she's like tc this is not even appropriate for a children's book um and she's mad because he didn't set up the knuckle sandwich (laughs) joke appropriately (laughs) and so she's nitpicking the story um and jones is just like yep buster let's just let's you and me head out they're probably gonna go get some cookies or something but it is cute she kind of picks him up picks her up pardon me Uh, and there you go yeah that's that's of all the thundercrackers in the world he's the thundercrackiest
1: happy chosen one day everybody
0: happy chosen one day
1: uh that that that's a pretty good gosh darn issue right there
0: oh my goodness what a little blessing let's let's review
1: our riches we got tank or tattoos (laughs) yeah uh we got bots getting married
0: yes Absolutely, we got... got a lot of uh, some, a lot of sharing of love. We have my favorite friends with each other being great friends to each other right uh wheeljack being the only person who likes starscream
1: uh talking about circuit and longtooth obviously being real good friends with each other
0: you know you know uh
1: waspinator got a little moment to himself the ikarians got a moment uh of course megatron and minimus
0: they're good it's so good they're just we got uh
1: good good mama whirl
0: whirl yeah there you go. We got blindsided with world being a very good mother, a very good attentive uh, caretaker to a baby.
1: And then, uh, the Thundercrack. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Even as a drunk mom, world's not bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty good. He did almost send the baby out of an airlock. Well, but I mean, he. I mean, I don't blame who him. Who hasn't? Have you done guys that? ever babysat? Yeah. Jeez.
1: I've been there.
0: We've all been there. Uh, uh, so
1: I think that's going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: of course, yeah, we got to round it out with a pr- like a full story written by Thundercracker, which is what I've wanted ever since Thundercracker has been interested in any sort of writing.
1: Love that TC. Uh,
0: Here's how it's going to go. We were talking. We've talked before in the show about how Optimus Prime is worried about the books that will be on the shelves after. The war and the fact that his are going to have to be next to Megatron's. And he knows Megatron's a really great writer. <laughs> Here's the surprise. Here's the, the the underdog. TC comes out of nowhere. Also next to him. Selling just as well. I love it. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> uh, so I want to thank everybody who is very patient for uh, with us. Uh, as we we took a little bit of a break there. We all feel very yes, refreshed you. and relaxed and ready to make more of this podcast
0: uh yeah and we we know yeah there's a bunch of stuff coming up and we're getting close to being completely caught up and obviously it's gonna get more and more so every week now at this point it's gonna be uh, but crazy. we're excited about it i'm so yeah I'm,
1: I'm jazzed up
0: uh yeah we have some plans i'm gonna
1: go ahead and just thank all of our patreon donors we got jay riley we got Mythfit toy box who i think is bitty by jazz uh highly disinterested who is samuel Jacques? Uh, Elizabeth Jackalope, and I'm just going to pull out someone else in here who just has the name Huge Guts. Uh, thanks like thanks for, for being a member, Huge Guts. And thanks to everybody Thank else. Happy Chosen One Day.
0: Happy Chosen One Day. I choose all of you. Uh,
1: Transforminauts, how are you celebrating Chosen One Day?
0: You know that they are... They, they now have so many ideas, they want to do all of them.
1: Exactly. It's,
0: they all want to get tattoos. They all want to go on vacation. They all want to give each other fusion cannon.
1: It's a multicultural Chosen strategy i